Welcome to the Beard and Bun Show. I'm the Beard. I'm the Bun. We're back for another episode. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Here we go now. The weather's finally warming up, man. Dude. Spring is just around the corner. <laughs> Freaking 71 degrees. It's beautiful. It's perfect. It was icing uh, last week and now. The, the buttercups are out, man. <laughs> they always do that right after snow. Like a lot of times they'll bloom yeah, yeah. with snow on them Dude, or something. It's so wild. Tennessee weather. Yeah. I swear it's a woman. Schizophrenic, man. <laughs> Tennessee's a woman. Shit. <laughs> Needs to get on some meds. <laughs> it's all over the place. Well, uh, in honor of good spring weather, I got you some. A good spring drink. Spring drink. 2023. Yeah, yeah. And it is a hecho. Hecho. Yeah. Get your hecho on. Get your hecho on. Or it says uh, follow them on social media at Sip Epcho. Yeah. Um, Sip Hecho, baby. Shout out to them. Yeah. They literally shout out Hecho. Thanks for they they saw the video. They commented, right? They commented. They they liked it. They private messaged us. Uh, and we appreciate that. They're following us now, and uh, there's some talks and works to partner with them on some future things. So um, we'll see. Not get ahead of ourselves here, but. Hey, I mean, we've been talking about it, so, yeah. I mean, so we'll I guess see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. That's not like official or anything, but it's they said they'd official. like to talk. They said they'd like to talk more, so that's good. And we're good at talking. That's why we do this. That's what we do. Cool. So, well, I'm gonna have me a sip of hecho. Really good drink. Mm. Get you a hecho. Got to go to the liquor stores to get them because they're made with real tequila and real, not that fake stuff. Real liquor. Real liquor. Real liquor. But seriously, it's super easy to drink. Uh, my wife even loves them, who isn't very big on drinking in, in general. You so. had a dry wedding. Yeah, oh, yeah. I did. Woo. So let's not get all into yeah, that, but that yeah. says something that she, she yeah, likes that show. Yeah, so that's a big deal. So yeah. I definitely recommend it. It's a great drink for a 71-degree day in February in yeah. Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, it right. is it's not really a bad time. It, the The beautiful thing is, like, it's just so light. It's almost like drinking water. That water. It is. It's yeah. just tequila and water. But what it does is it doesn't make you feel bloated either like a yeah, beer. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's two types of health people out there. Oh, okay. And I'm transitioning from one to the other. Okay. okay. I'm, so you're I'm, talking about a lifestyle. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, in, I'm transitioning. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fitness tranny, dude. No, but here's, here's what I'm talking about. You're a trans there's, drinker? I'm a, I'm a trans healther. Okay. Oh, so trans -healther. there's, okay. like, there's visual health. Okay. This is the industry that I've been in the last 10 years, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fitness industry. Right, so visual health? Yes, okay. meaning Explain. like the way you look, uh -huh. okay? You will, you're will, you probably counting calories to look a certain way, okay? Yeah. It's all based on external. You're right. still a fit person, um, obviously, but sure. it's all, you're more than willing to eat a bunch of random chemicals that have decreased calorie intake, sure. okay? Like, at that point, water and Diet Coke's almost the same because zero calories is zero calories, you know? Right. So, like, that's kind of the way I've lived for the last, like, eight or nine years. Sure. And, but now I'm starting to care more about ingredients and, mm. like. Okay. Number and two. so this goes into, like, a different type of healthy people. Sure. Which is, and there's nothing wrong with either. Let's say that. Yeah. I think somewhere in between is probably the best. But um, sure. the health conscious people that look at the ingredients, they're not always the big fitness people sure. that are like big heavy trainers in the gym. Uh -huh. 
Um, but they care more about, I'd rather have calories and it be complete raw sugar than a processed sweetener imitator like sweet and low or whatever. Sure. So, uh, but uh, the reason I'm saying all that is because the, this is one of those things that yeah. is just three ingredients and yeah. it is what it is. Well, I have to disagree with you on the two healthy things. Okay. There is a third healthy. Okay, what's that? And it's not like it's healthy. Like, look at me. I'm I'm clearly healthy. Like, yeah, I'm healthy. Yeah, <laughs> different connotation, but I'm healthy. <laughs> so what 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 is it called? Healthy, healthy portions, all caps. Healthy, yeah, <laughs> all caps with an exaggerated on healthy. <laughs> yeah, okay. So maybe it's not the way I look, or it's not the ingredients. But I promise you, I ain't going without. So I'm healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. But I'm healthy. You got exaggeration. Healthy portions, yeah. Healthy. Yeah, healthy portions. Healthy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I had something crazy happen to me yesterday. Tell me about it. Tell so about if it. you hear a lisp at any point on this podcast, this explains why. All right. I burnt the entire left side of my tongue. You burnt the left side of The whole tongue. left side of my tongue. And people would be like, oh, what did he eat? What did he drink? Be like, like coffee or soup. Yeah, you know, right, the- right. Neither. Okay. I'll tell you exactly what happened okay. in the most odd way. Okay. And this is my mom's fault. Okay. So, my mom, yesterday, her battery died on her car. Oh. And, yeah, this is already blowing your mind, isn't it? The battery died on her car. It's not the way I would anticipate <laughs> this, this story happened again. Yeah. yeah. So, the battery died on her car, and she calls me. My other brother is out of town. Uh He's training at work in Columbia, so he's at Santa Hotel all week. And then my other brother, well, he's not very much help when it comes to this stuff. So that leaves me, and I've got both kids with me. So Natalie's at work, so I pull up at this bank, and the craziest train of events happened, or thing of events happened, like everything that was going on at the time. I pull up, and immediately there's a wreck that happens right outside in the middle of (laughs) <laughs> the road it's just like nice. like he goes what was that noise it's like there was a wreck and it was like it was a bad wreck this was yesterday yeah this is all happening okay. during this time so i'm in this bank parking lot trying to do it so i get the jumper cables out simple process right mm-hmm. and a cadillac doesn't have like that positive negatives they have a positive but the negative is just a regular ground okay so i look at my mom and i say is your car off and she says yeah it's off i promise and I'm like, but I hear it beeping, Mom. Like, are you sure it's off? Like, I hear the ding, 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 ding. Like, it's not rolling over, but I still hear the door chime happening. Mm. She goes, it's off. So I was like, okay. I plug, go to plug it into that ground. It's not off, and it shocks me. But what's crazy is I have a permanent metal retainer, mm. and somehow the elect, I don't know how the current happened, but the current, when I put my hand on there, went all the way into my mouth. Like, I felt it, and I, I was drooling out of my mouth. And it burnt, like, I guess because my tongue was, like, resting on it. And it burnt the left side of my tongue immediately. What? And my mom, like, I jumped back. And my mom's like, are you okay? I said, I thought you said your car was off. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter and if the car's off. I don't think it I'm does. I'm telling you now, I plugged this thing in. And out of nowhere. I red the, on black or black yeah, no, on no, black? No. I, I put positive on positive, negative on negative, like you're supposed to. Like, I, it, it's hmm. pretty self-explanatory. I've, I've done this. I know I'm not a big car person, but jumping a battery is not hard. And I promise you, as soon as I plugged into that ground, it went, doom, and it like sh- it sent a shock. Like, was the was the red already on? No, uh, uh-uh, no. So, but it was on my car though. So that was the issue that I found out. I should have put it on first, the ground before I even had it on my car at all. Um, that's what the guy at AutoZone told me when I finally got there. Um, 
I shouldn't have put it on my car first. I should have put the ground since my mom didn't have a positive and negative. All she had was well, that. that's what the then, same thing right, is. Right, right. But it's then she's like, thing. you just got to plug it to a random piece of metal in there. Wait, wait. Is there two terminals on the battery? No, there was only one. And then you have to just pop it on a piece of metal for my mom's. That's the, the terminal's covered on the other one. You can't even reach it without going into like crazy detail. Like you have to have like a whole socket set and get up under it. Like it's wild for the Cadillac. That, like on um, my, uh, that's crazy. It's stupid. I was getting mad. My so like my little piece of crap Prius. Yeah, I had to um, swap the battery out. That was a whole thing, and it's like under the trunk in the. It's like basically right beside the passenger rear tire, right. and the ground just hooks onto right. a piece of metal. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But the battery still has two terminals, and then you know the the red goes into like actual mm-hmm. you know right. power cords, and then the black. Is literally just a cord that goes from the terminal mm-hmm. about six inches over, and it is a hole just drilled straight into yep. the frame of the car. Right, right. Doesn't have that, but it's got to have two terminals. It does have two terminals, but the other terminal is covered. You can't get to it unless you take it somewhere, like literally take it somewhere. So I'll, where I'll did you, you put? Video. Where'd you put the black there's, at? Was it? There's a piece of metal that that I I watched the video because I was like I don't know I've never done this to where there's not two terminals uh-huh. and there's a, like you're supposed to just it's like where the hood raises and that's where the guy puts it on this video and I'm like. All right, this, this is kind of weird. I've never done this, and immediately uh-huh. when I did it, boom. Um, and I took it off. I turned my mom's car off. I turned it off finally, and then it worked fine. It didn't shoot sparks after that, and it and it cranked up after that. But it was like because my mom's car was on when I put it on for some reason. It was just a freak thing. I can't explain it. I'll show you the video. That's like nice. it's wild. I'll show you the video of how the guy did it. I'm just and, trying to like process like, what did the guy AutoZone said you should have done? He the said, guy told me I should not have put them on my car first and then put them on. Put them on the dead car first? He, he said put the ground first from the dead car. And then put the the rest, the positives on, on the, the dead, dead car? car and yeah. then go to my car. And I was like, I, that's never mattered in the past. I don't really, yeah, I don't really know if I've thought about it. One time I went to a bar and and we, we were there a long time. We'll just say that, okay? <laughs> and uh, when we were leaving... We had a, I don't know, we we went in the parking lot, someone's car was dead. Right. And so, I don't remember. This was years ago. No mm-hmm. one should have been driving. That's, let's just get that let's out. Get like, that out I wasn't way. driving, but every, I, no one should have drove ever. We were at gyms, okay? And. Nobody should gyms. ever drive from gyms. No one. And. If you're at gyms, there's it purpose. Was, <laughs> it was like, so someone had their car hooked up properly, and then the next person hooked it up improperly like mm-hmm. the correct way is black black red red right well right. then the next person hooked it up the other way black red red black right and when they did that like shit just started like smoking and popping yeah and and the and the car was already running like it was yeah. and the other one wasn't obviously because it was dead but everyone freaked out and grabbed not me i w- i was like i'm not touching that but everyone yeah. else just like their response the reflexes was to grab Rubber. the cords off. Well, all of the rubber and had melted. plastic coatings had melted. Yeah. So they grabbed this shit, and then they were like, ah! Oh! And they all looked looked at their hot. hands, yeah. and their hands were like melted half closed. And yeah. I was like, what a drunken night yeah. this is. So this, it was awful. That happened yesterday. Like People the, like ruined their clothes yeah. because their their uh, shirts were like melted yeah. on. Like So the rubber was starting to melt on the one, the ground. and I, But they were on the right one. 
I promise you they were. Well, that ain't good. Something something weird happened. Something weird happened. And I literally like that Chinese balloon. I went home. That's what that was. <laughs> oh man. I went home and like now it's like, Are you good? I was like, It's gonna be hard to eat tonight. <laughs> My tongue I feel like I had What a if skull. you had like a what if you had like a metal plate in your head? You probably would have you probably would have <laughs> you'd have gone Frankenstein <laughs> as hell. It'd been electrifying. You would have been dead. <laughs> what a moment. You don't have metal anywhere else in your butt, like any screws in your knees or anything? Uh, uh-uh. I've damn. never had a major surgery or anything. The only thing I have is that retainer. And, <laughs> and stupid or the dumbest. I, I'll tell you, it scared the absolute crap because I didn't know what was happening because everything was right. Yeah, everything that, was literally right. So were you, you? And I was not expecting that. Like, I wasn't like braced for this could happen. Like, because yeah. I've done this before many times. Oh, man. But I've never done it to like a Cadillac. SRX where there was only one terminal. Yeah, I'm gonna I want to see the video that yeah. just because I mean it's just interesting. Yeah, I'll like, share the video of the guy. The video I watched, and he's like, "You plug this here and this here." And you he should leave a comment wrong. and be like, "You're I wrong." Just listen to you, bro, yeah. and you fried my tongue off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm lucky. Dislike that's, like this will heal. Obviously, I'm lucky that's all that happened. But like, you want to talk about a story? Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, that was something big that happened to me in the last 24 hours. I'm glad you're okay, man. Yeah, I'm glad too. you're okay. You've had something big happen in the last 24 hours. Yeah, on a good side of the spectrum. On yeah. the good side. On yeah. The good side. Yeah. So we've got the bad. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move past <laughs> let's, that. Let's Never swing to the other side the of the bad. pendulum here. Yeah. What's the good? I bought another house. Man. Yeah. And it's a piece I guess of depending crap. on, before we continue. Yeah. <laughs> stop. Okay. It is good news. Even though it he said he bought news. another house and it's a piece of crap, it is good news. I've been shopping for a, a good quality piece of crap for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. can polish a turd. It's still a turd. Yeah, but in this sense of things. No. I'm not, it's not, yeah, I'm going to go in there and reconstruct that turd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Inside this, out. Yeah, and the big bad wolf will huff and puff and it won't blow down. Hell no. <laughs> so tell no. us, where'd you buy a house at? It's in Madison. So it's like northeast Tennessee. Yeah. Um, she's, a, she's a good person. Yeah. She's what the hell are you talking about? Madison. I don't know Madison. Do you know Madison? <laughs> Me either. Well, I know a town called Madison, yeah. and now I'm a resident there. Apparently, yeah. so I bought this house, and uh, it's I bought it with very unconventional way. Um, explain for, so for the common folk who don't know what that means. Explain how you bought this house. Okay, so I bought this house with no bank. No. Oh. No bank, and I did not have enough of my own money to buy it. Okay. Um. So I bought the house. <laughs> no bank. <laughs> not enough of my own money. Yeah. So, so you're either stripping for ones or what? Like, what's no, going so, on? Um, this is a process that is going to sound extremely foreign to, like, most people. Sure. But I've been studying the real estate investing world for, for a while. Two and a half to three yeah. years at least. I, I, I've known for the last few years you've been in it. So Yeah. I, yeah. And it's, it's paying been, off. It's been well over two and a half years. So this so. is the payoff two, for everything you've done. It's the first time that like I've finally had opportunity to to make the move that I was trying to do. Right. Um, the market cooled down a little bit. It's been a little less competitive just because of you know Is the that economy that we're in. Um, it's good in the fact that like it gave me a window to get in. Okay. Um, because other it, people were doing this. Yeah, I mean, so like they push pause. And yeah, you got a chance to do it. Okay, that makes sense. Kind of at least like these massive hedge funds that like a year ago right. were going around scooping up okay. all the properties. I could not get a property at a decent price. They were just done. They were getting it so fast, or they were just yeah, raising the price so yeah, high you couldn't get. Yeah, it. what those what those people will do is they'll go in a neighborhood and they'll buy, um, as, they'll buy every single every property. For they'll, they'll pay okay. asking, 
cash, whatever. Sure. Um, and then they'll accumulate maybe 20 houses in a neighborhood, <laughs> and then they'll buy one or two houses and extremely overpay for it. And what that does is Raise the price raises the price of, the of every other house. So Genius. Then, yeah. And, like, you know, when you're – when, Square foot goes up, and it's a gen- and now he's yeah, making. They're making way more. Yeah, and once <laughs> when they buy those properties, they pretty much hold them. They're they're not going to be on the market again for probably ten years, unless some really funky stuff happens in the economy. So, like when those properties get taken off the market, they're not. It's not a normal homeowner that buy them. Right. It means like the inventory is shrinking permanently. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is there anybody occupied in those? Like, do they rent them? Yeah, or? they'll rent them. Okay. Yeah, they'll rent them. Um. And that's anyway. So, so you bought a house. So okay. So what I'm trying to do is buy properties without using a bank, mm-hmm. and obviously minimizing risk, making money, and all this right. stuff. So what I'm trying to do with this property that I bought is flip it. Um, and this is your first one. This is my first one. Yeah. I've been I, I've overviewed other people's like I've just kind of like watched Shad- them do like it like shadow yeah basically okay. Um, but anyway, so the whole the whole process. Involves a private money lender. Explain what that is. Okay, I'm gonna go through the whole, the, the like the four pieces of the okay. puzzle. All right, and then you can go break down each four. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So, so there's a private money lender. All right. Uh, you need a good agent, real estate agent. Okay. Um, you need a good contractor. <laughs> Definitely, if you're flipping, for sure. And you need um a wholesaler. Okay. So a wholesaler, real estate agent is not the one that finds you the property. They're the one that helps you do some an- analytics on the property to see yeah. if it's a good deal, and then they will be the ones that help you sell it. Okay. The one, the oh, whole so they're not even in the pr- – the real estate's not even in the purchase of it. No, I did not pay any commissions. They're on the back end of it. Then. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, there was no realtors involved in this purchase. Okay. The wholesaler is involved in the purchase. So the okay. wholesaler finds properties that are not listed on the MLS, Okay. finds a motivated seller – could be multiple different ways or reasons why this person wants to sell their house. So when they might not even know they own the house. I was say when it's not listed on the MLS, like does that mean like they're about to foreclose? Are they? It struggling? could be pre foreclosure. Like, it could be there. There's and these things sound so like okay, yeah, I could see how that could happen, but like it's not really. But these things happen way more than you would think. Obviously, sure. that's like. Now I truly believe it because I'm I just You've done did it. it. You've been through it. So yeah, yeah. Um, there's multiple reasons why people sell houses okay. without listing them on the MLS. One is number one reason is always going to be convenience and speed. Okay. Because a wholesaler is like, look, if I find you a cash buyer, well, in the next I don't two even know, weeks, I, was say, I don't but, even know the game, and I'm telling you now, cash buyer, yes. Yeah, but like this house. This house would have been listed for like 280 sure. on MLS, even in the rough condition. Like I've right. got it for 225. Yeah, like so it's an extreme discounted price. Right. Um, no headaches. But for that. but 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 there's multiple reasons why people would do it. It could sure. be it could be sometimes there's a tax lien on it. It could be a uh, pre foreclosure. Okay. It could be sometimes a house that looks abandoned, and you like why would someone let that house just go to shit like that right sometimes people don't even know they own properties their uncle could have died their great uncle and, and it could have been wheel. left somehow and then they didn't know that they even owned it and then the tax lien goes 
they, they have a tax lien on it because they don't pay their property taxes, not but, on purpose. But they have no but, idea. So then they get a phone call that's like, hey, your property's about to get taken over. And then like, what? a wholesaler <laughs> will contact them and be like, hey, yeah. your property's about to get taken over. And that happened, you said that happens more often than people think. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's wild. Oh, yeah. And um, See, I never would think of that scenario. It could be even, dude, even like sometimes people that are in like nice neighborhoods right. that are like uh, – like uppity type people and they're getting right. a divorce and they don't want people to know they're getting a divorce so uh, they don't want their house listed. They're just going to slowly like just disappear, disappear from the neighborhood. Yeah. Like uh, shit like this all the time. <laughs> they're riding out in the it sunset. Could be, no it could knows. be an old lady who's owned the house for 50 years and right. she just got taken into hospice and like obviously you don't want to take advantage of but that is like that game. is a so it would almost be it's better that if a wholesaler sells it to someone like me than the state taking it from them. Right. The state takes it from them. They just take it. You, right. you get, they don't pay their taxes. They get on a tax lien. So over. there's multiple different ways for discounted properties to be sold without being listed by a real estate agent. Okay. So the wholesaler's skill set is find these properties and then find someone like me who right. wants those properties. So wholesaler's front end, real estate's back end, yeah. agent. Okay. Yeah. Right, and then it. the private money lender and the contractor are in between. Okay. So I. So what comes next after wholesaler? I find the property. I run. It's up to me to run the numbers. Right. So I run the numbers, and that and that that part's not easy. That it once you figure out how to do it once, like it, there, it's kind of the same deal repetitively. If you can analyze one property very well, there's a lot of indicators that you could probably right. analyze a bunch of other properties. Right, but right, right. but learning how to do it in in the first part is is what's really important because the two key things here is estimating rehab cost. And estimating what the property will sell for after it's sure. rehabbed. Those are where your two biggest um, likelihoods for mistake are. Yeah. And if those two are off, then your deal. Are you m- allowed to send a contractor in before you buy it? I walked this property with contractors. Okay. All right. Um, so a lot of a lot of people that are more experienced than me, they they can look at some photos and they can just know. They can generally they've done it so much they can do. They don't need a contractor to tell them and estimate right. on the rehab and they can be like, oh, okay, this will be between 75 and 90,000. Yeah. And, um, which I'm sure you'll get there one day. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm close enough, but I'm still not confident enough because right. of my, like, do you have to pay a contractor to walk with you? No, nah. no. Okay. At so, least I didn't. I mean, so why does it hurt to have then like someone to do that? It's, it's, does it just make it slow down the process? Yeah. A bit? So, yeah. I mean, okay. Um, or if you don't have one lined up, and you there's there's a couple different reasons. It just slows you down a little bit. Most contractors don't. I mean, like this dude, he didn't mind. So um, you got a pretty solid guy that's helping you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I was blessed and lucky to have found a contractor that I can trust. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. And start six yet. months from now. We'll see. He's, he's um, those are great but relationships. I, so but far. I have multiple. <laughs> mul- I have personal connections to this guy. The people that have invested in his company yeah. that I feel like. It's He's fine. Be all right. So okay. So find the deal through the wholesaler. Wholesalers now, like I got a couple. They'll text me. Hey, right. got this property. This is what they're asking. These are comps, like comparable properties that have sold, sure. like in this yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. Never trust a comp from a wholesaler. Run your own comps. Get your. That's part. Why that's what. That? It, if you're trying to sell me a product, you want to make that product look as good as possible. Right. And that's what they're doing when they give you a comp. Okay. Like you need three to five comps per property. A wholesaler will send you one or two. They're gonna be like, "Look, this after it's rehabbed, this could sell for five hundred thousand." Right. And then you get on there and look, and you're like, "Yeah, that sold um 
like August 2021 when the market was as high as yeah, it's ever yeah. been, it's not going <laughs> to sell for that anymore. You so know what, what you're I'm saying? saying? Is the wholesaler is basically a used car salesman. I'm saying that it's irresponsible not to triple right. check that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and okay, so you find that you you run you you and your realtor run the comps, right? I pretty much ran all my own comps because you can figure that out. Like sure. I've been doing that. That I've been looking at well, real so estate many, for three years. There's so, so like, many tools available too for you now. That you yeah, can look and like at. you gotta have some common sense, a little bit of math. Anyway, so you make sure the deal's good. Then you say, all right, negotiate a purchase price with the wholesaler. The same time I'm doing that, I'm are you doing out. that by yourself, or is your like is someone doing that with you? I'm negotiating the price because like I I'm running my numbers. Right. So I'm like, hey. This so at this it, point, it's just you and the wholesaler. Like, I wouldn't have bought this house at 240000 Right, right. So I had to figure out what my number was. But there's nobody else involved in this. It's just you two negotiating. Me and the price. wholesaler. Okay. And then, and then the wholesaler takes my information to the property owner mm-hmm. and gets them on board, or or they tell me to F off. You sure. know, There's nothing wrong. If someone's asking $300,000 for a property, there is nothing wrong with offering two twenty. There's nothing wrong with that, especially if it's a cash offer. And so people are right. like, I don't want to offend them. No, be like, these are my numbers. This is my offer. If it works, cool. If it doesn't, cool. We'll hit the next one up. Yeah. You know? And um Which you've done a couple of times. Yeah, I went through like ten properties with this. Team. Yeah. And so um, but then you have to find a private money lender. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's called hard money. Hard money because it's it's hard to get. It's <laughs> sort of hard to get, but it it's it's high interest. Right. So so this dude allows me to not need a bank. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is, and this is the part that sounds crazy. Like I heard about people talk about this forever, and it's like, how am I just gonna find a rich dude and <laughs> call him up? I've never met him. And be like, hey man, can I have quarter million dollars? Yeah. Like that's what all of our minds think. But so, the so reality this is, your is sugar daddy. This is the reality is like <laughs> that's this guy's job is right. giving private yeah. loans. So without people like me, he doesn't make money. So yeah. he needs people that want to borrow his money. It's right. it's all mutually beneficial, and yeah. that's that's people forget that. Circle, I'm not asking me borrowing his money. Circle of life is not a favor because he's going to make money. Yeah, right. So this is not a favor. So now what he does want to do is he want to understand the deal. He's like, "What's the numbers on it?" Yeah. I tell him. He drilled me. I was nervous. I mean, it was like a friend of a friend of a friend. I got this guy's number, and I was like, "I got nothing to lose." I just call him. I'm like, "Hey." Um, my name's Chase. <laughs> I want money, and um, so he started drilling me with questions, and um, not to be a dick, but he 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 was. That's how you get info on the deal, right? Luckily, I knew all my numbers, and I was like, well, if I do this, this, and rehab is this, then I leave. You know, worst case scenario, I leave thirty grand in the deal, which me and my wife are okay with, and then we can yeah. rent for. You know, it's like, and I was able to answer all of his questions, and um, that's how we started the relationship uh, that property that we initially talked about i didn't get right you know and then we talked about another one i didn't get that one. we talked about another one didn't get that one talked about another one got it but like then and i'm sure he's used to that yeah he's done over 450 deals like yeah, this yeah. so so he's um, used to you not getting your first or second one like yeah he's used to that but happening. what what I, I there's ways that i could have handled those um first couple properties differently sure. that would have maybe allowed me to get them um, any what I'm saying is I still have a lot to learn too. Yeah, um, well, that's life. So so now this guy he'll give me like sixty percent of the after rehab value. Okay, 
And then if this one works, then next one he might give me 70% of equity. So he'll grow with it. So, yeah. Um, so then I still had to front some cash. Sure. So then, like, me and Tira had, like, a chunk of liquid capital, but I didn't want to totally drain that. So I was like, we're sitting on a pretty good chunk of equity on our home just because yeah. of the market. And when we bought, so the last month and a half, I spent the process of pulling out a home equity line of credit. Sure. Which the beautiful thing about the home equity line of credit that people don't realize is like, do it when the market's hot and your property's worth a lot. Okay. Just open the line of credit. Just open line of credit. Say you pull out $50,000. Say you have access to 200,000. You pull out, draw one, 50 grand. Okay. You have to treat that 50 grand. It's like a whole nother loan. It's like a whole nother mortgage. You have to do closing and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It has to, they appraise your house and all this. Sure. Um, and every lender might have a couple different stipulations, but yeah. mine is like, I only have to hold that money for a month. I have sure. to make one payment on it. So like I pulled out 90 grand and then technically I make one payment on that, which is $740 a month. And then I can just give him his 90 grand back and that home equity line of credit is paid off. I have no payment, but I have access to that certain amount of money at a certain interest rate for the next 10 years. Right, right. So it's a line of credit. Yeah, that he It's not, not just a loan, right? Yeah, it's different. Yeah. So, and then if I found another property, so this is what I'm going to do. Hopefully, everything goes good. Flip the house, do the rehab, right. whatever. We'll talk more about that. And then I pay my home equity line of credit off. Now I have no balance, but I still have the line of credit. Right. So in two months later, if I find another deal, I do a draw on the line of credit and keep going back and forth. Which is building your credit also at the same time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like, now so those are a little higher interest rates, sure. um, but if you're paying it off, like yeah. But the dangerous thing about home equity line of credit is someone just like just boom, you got tens of thousands of dollars just hit your account out of nowhere, yeah. and you're like, man, I could really go for it. like my car is a little old. Uh-oh. You know, I could uh, you know like it yeah. like what's yeah. five grand gonna do? You know, people yeah. get in in tough spots. I wouldn't even. I would. I don't know if I would even take a home equity line of credit out to do a pool. I don't know. Like it depends. No. It depends on what. That would be better than going shopping with it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I thought about it's not opening, free money. That's no, I thought sure. about opening one just to have. Because of the sake, like you were saying, like if I ended up getting involved in something like this, or say you called me one day and like, hey, you got thirty grand, want to run something with me? Yeah, like. You know, I thought about opening for that sake of things or for business, but like at yeah. the same time, like I'm not opening one just to have for a, a rainy day on a on a Sunday, and then I yeah. want to go out and just buy a boat. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not gonna. And do a lot that. of people do that, man. Yeah. And, and um, I need some ROI. I need a return on investment. Is I need something to come back. Yeah, I mean, like my HELOC, <laughs> I like I'm at like nine percent. Sure, yeah. it, it's you know it's a couple points higher than the actual like prime mortgage rates, yeah. um, but. I was able to do it quick, yeah. and, and and there's a couple reasons why I was okay with that interest rate, and, it, and even with that higher interest rate, my numbers worked. Yeah. I was fine with it. Um, we got approved for ours. I just said no. Yeah, like it's a funky feeling. Right I mean, like also, you know, it does hit your credit. Like there's a hard pull on your credit. Yeah, but it doesn't. It, whatever. Okay, but like Anyways, I'm gonna yeah. wrap up what I'm saying because yeah, yeah. I could talk about this shit for like three That's hours. That's fine. That's but, fine. Go ahead. Um, okay, so we talked about briefly what a wholesaler was. Briefly, what a private money. We talked about hard money. Points. Okay, so hard money. The thing with him is, I pay him twelve percent interest, 
Every every hard money lender is going to be a little bit different. And so you it's a get, high interest rate. And you got to get that back to him by a certain amount of time, right? Yeah, and I mean, if I keep him posted on the deal, like right now, I have to have him paid back in full with interest by August seventh. Okay. He's going to be heavily involved in the deal. Not all lenders are like that. The way he structures his, he is involved, which right. I like because he's extremely experienced. Um, and then he, if I have to push it a month, he's going to be well aware before I get to August 7th. You right. know, he's he's going to know. But um, that's the way it's structured right now. It's a sure. six-month thing. Um, and you're hoping it don't get to August. And you're I sure as hell hope it doesn't get to August. Right. You know, right. we will see. Um, okay, so then... The contractor, whatever, we're we're dumping a lot of money into this house. We're mm-hmm. redoing the roof. We're moving walls. We're moving windows. We're adding doors. We're adding windows. We're adding a deck. We're we're adding. That's a complete just remodel. This. Yeah, it's a. I it's, mean, I, I cannot wait to you're see. You're performing it, surgery. On There's going to be. I, I'm you're afraid, not doing CPR. I'm you're afraid, doing surgery. Yeah, we're doing we, we're doing that triple bypass. Cause <laughs> shit, hold your breath. Cause we going in. But. Um, you know, when you're doing rehabs, you, when, when you're doing the rehab, you know, you kind of think about a couple different things. Right. What's your end goal? Like, are you going to rent it to a short-term tenant or are you going to rent it to a long-term tenant? Sure. Or are you going to sell it? Okay. So those all have different places in an investor's mind because of how you're going to do the rehab. If you're going to sell it, and you, you're a true flip. Um, you you are okay with spending more money on higher end furnishings, going going with like super high end countertops. Sure. Um, like, a, so does that make they, like these people more interested? For yeah, in loaning but you, you the don't money? you don't want to do all of this high end furnishing and um, finishes if you're going to do like a month to month tenant or something right, like that. Right. They're going to trash the place. Yeah. You know, you might as well save yourself $15,000, slap some paint on the walls, right. make it visually appealing from a distance. Right. And then collect your monthly check. Right. That's different. And that's a strategy and that's fine. But short term like, rental is like Airbnb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so I would, I would like, if you're going to Airbnb it, you got stage a little bit then, right? Yeah. You have to, you have to completely furnish it too, which is another expense, but, that's all a tax write off, but right. um, it. I feel like the cheaper the f- finishes, you want to go for like a long term renter, sure. a tenant, someone who signs a year lease. Yeah. Then I would say the next step would be short term rental finishings, which is going to be a little higher end. You know, some extra nice like shower heads, right, and some. You're trying to attract people every every week. And if it's a full on flip, someone who's going to live there and have a 30 year mortgage on it, you want that bitch to be crispy. Yeah. 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 Make it crispy. (laughs) So um, that's what I'm going for. I'm going for the crispy. I'm going for the crispiness, man. But, (laughs) but, like, so then this next part that that, the the other really, really important part is uh, the estimating. The after rehab value, especially in this economy, you where no property—I wouldn't say real estate pricing hasn't tanked. It's slow. Right. It's dropped a little, and then the days on market that houses are spending has increased by it's like triple. Right, yeah. so it's like I might still be able to get 
the a money pretty you're good number on it. But I might have to hold that thing for an extra three months, right? Which means I'm paying, you know, I'm paying. I I, I have a lot to pay for every right. month. Like it's going to be how like thirty five hundred a month. How far is Madison from Nashville? Uh, it's like seventeen minutes from Bridgestone. It's like okay, it's so. probably like. 11 minutes from like Opry Mills. It's like closer to Opry Mills. So that's a little bit more attractive then. I mean, you're yeah, close I to think, downtown. I mean, you got these people moving from different states here. Yeah. It could bring in a different. And this, I think Madison is kind of like, it's it's turning into an extension of East Nashville where, okay. you know, it, it's yeah, it's Northeast Nashville. Yeah. But East Nashville now is so ridiculous yeah. on cost yeah. and competition that obviously people got to go somewhere. Right, you know, right. just why Murfreesboro blew up because Nashville. Well, so and it's just like now to Murfreesboro, like a bell buckle and like a Smyrna is yeah. a lot better of an option. Than and you don't when looking at these deals, like if a wholesaler sends me something and not one, I'll drive the I'll drive the neighborhood. And then if that neighborhood does not have like at least one other house already flipped and sold. Right. Don't do it. I'm not I don't want to be the Someone's got to be the first. I don't want to be the you first. Don't, you don't want to be the lab rat. And I sure as shit don't want to be the last either because then you're paying top right. dollar. But you don't so, want to be the lab rat, though. <laughs> no. Nah, not unless you got some money to play with. And I don't have no money to play with. Okay? Yet. My dollars matter. Yet. Every one of them little <laughs> bastards. Okay? But they... So, this... I did... If we fail at this and say we lose our ass, I will 100% know that I did absolutely everything, ran every number yeah. well, let's not call multiple it times. Let's call it learning. Yeah, that's yeah, the way I see it. it. Yeah. Because if I lose my ass on this one, I'm gonna yeah. do it again. Yeah. I'll figure I'm gonna do this again. I used to preach until to my I football win. teams when I was coaching that you know, there's W and L's like but it's wins and it's not losses. It's wins and learns. Yes. Like we're gonna learn yes. something here. So we're gonna call this either a win or we're gonna call it a learn. I've already learned so much. Yeah. I've already learned so much and I just bought it shit, I closed on it. <laughs> a couple hours ago <laughs> Yeah 9.30 a.m. Hell I don't know But yeah. um, I mean I learned Just like how to wire money And like yeah. how important yeah. Certain things are um, So it's not a failure It's gonna be a learn Yeah it's already not a failure yeah. But I've put in Dozens of offers Over the last two years Right So it feels good to just like Get one And even this one I've had it under contract For six weeks And yeah. things have happened And closing got pushed back And then there was all these hiccups, and I was like, "Man, I'm I'm not a hundred percent on this." Just out one. there casting your rod, and there was no bites, and then yeah. finally you got a bite. <laughs> and then and then I got the bite, and then I was like, uh, "You know, then my then my reel jammed, you oh, know." I and I was like, "Oh man!" But then you just got dive in the lake. We and got grab the fish it. in the boat today, boy. <laughs> I got the keys in my pocket to that house. We're well, good we'll, to go. We'll definitely keep you posted the people that listen to this in the coming weeks. There's yeah. a lot of real estate agents that are actually hitting me up that want to be on the podcast. I have a buddy oh, of mine. Oh, let's bring them on, man. I have like, a buddy of mine named Jason. It's like, would y'all be interested in me coming? I was like, dude, yeah, come on. He goes, yeah. well, you wouldn't mind if I plugged me? I was like, no, I don't care what you do. No, like, that's the whole point. I'm of- not going to use you personally. <laughs> I, I just flat out told him this. So yeah, I'm I mean, not going to use you. I've got a real estate agent. It's family. I'm sorry. I can't, yeah. can't hate on my family. But, yeah. like, you're welcome to come on and do whatever you need to do. But, just be prepared. My brother-in-law is very educated in this field, so he may ask you some questions. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, anybody that wants to be on it, especially anyone that like has services to offer like that, yeah, any type of yeah. entrepreneur or business owner, it's like that's the whole reason we do media. Is and we all want to help our friends out, anyways. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to use him either. I got a guy and a girl. You said and media. 
Media. You said media. Media. Don't let me forget a thought. I have something I want to talk to you about media. Well, let's jump into Just it. Just jump into it. Yeah, let's transition. We're going to keep you posted over the coming weeks with this journey with Chase because I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Hopefully, see. hopefully we'll start ripping walls out. Hopefully by June 1, we've got a sale. That would be, that'll be tight. Hopefully that'll by June tight. 1. Hopefully by June 1. But if most importantly. time in June, I'll be pleased. <laughs> if it's in May, I'll be happy. How about but that? But most importantly, as long as it's gone by August 7th, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. I'm afraid that Tira's going to want to move there by the time we're done with well, it. Well, you got to tell the end game. I guess it don't matter whichever one you make more money. Closer to work for me. Whichever one you make more money off of. (laughs) Um, So media. So obviously our world today. How much time do I have? I got a couple minutes. This is perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. So obviously our world is consumed by social media, by news and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you're on it all the time. I'm on it all the time. Like, if you need a 10-minute killer, 20-minute killer, like you're scrolling. Yeah. You're you're liking. You're following. You're you're subscribing. Yeah. Yeah. I have an interesting theory that just came to my head okay. like today that I've never thought about. Okay. Obviously, you think about social media not existing and like what if you didn't have this information all the time, okay? Yeah. So let's pretend social media doesn't exist. We're in today's climate, today's world. Okay. Okay? Same everything. Social media doesn't exist. You don't have access to like breaking news like you have, okay? Yeah. And I was thinking about this from the sports perspective. Imagine you have a whole like off season for sports, but you don't get the breaking news, the updates, all the information, who's changed to what team, who got drafted where. Yeah. You have no idea. Uh-huh. And we'll use NFL for the example. And you show up and we we can watch obviously we can watch the games. You show up week one of the NFL season having no idea. If your and quarterback's still your quarterback. You, imagine you're the Cleveland or you're the Cleveland Browns. You show up week one, okay, this year. Week one was the Cleveland Brown versus the Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield got traded to the Carolina Panthers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you have no idea and you show up and in the game, Baker Mayfield walks out with a Carolina Panthers jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> like Whoa. you had no information about it, and you're just like, what in the world happened? He was our quarterback last year. Now he's on the other team. Like Is that how it was back in like the seventies? I don't know. Just think about that. Like it had to be, right? Like you had no idea. Like imagine you're you're coming out the tunnel. You're the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. And you're expecting Drew Brees to walk out this damn tunnel. And it's Jameis Winston running <laughs> out the tunnel, eating the W, saying, let's play ball. Like, imagine, like, LeBron James. He would confuse the mess would- out of you. He's been on, like, four different teams. You just show up one day and LeBron's on your team. You're like, I got the guy. Like, <laughs> I didn't know I had LeBron. That, that's interesting to think about. Like, what if we didn't have the media we had? To tell us he's breaking news. Like, we didn't know who was going to fight in the next UFC pay-per-view. And out of nowhere, you just, you, just, it. you just hear John Jones' music hit, and he walks out, and I you wonder, see John Jones. <laughs> but, like, the, the time has passed in which that was the truth. You know, right. It was like that. When was the first Super Bowl? Like, 64 or something like that? Oh, I mean, no. I mean, forever ago. I mean, I can't even tell you. What? I mean, it was forever ago. I mean, but there's... I know the third Super Bowl was uh, the Colts versus the... <laughs> yeah Packers um, Probably It was the um, first one That was ever aired I think And that was in the 60s I think. So But I'm trying Like then though but, It didn't matter though Cause they had like The plumber showing up To play Maybe that's why It matters now Is because we have The opportunity to pay Close attention Right So but what if We didn't have The opportunity To know But, but I told, I'm telling you We're still in the same climate Nothing changes Like we're invested The same way we are now Yeah Like the times have evolved Okay, imagine 
not knowing. So say a big EMP was dropped on us and we can never have social media or internet again, and but we could have TV somehow. I don't know. Okay. But obviously, this is completely just a theory that's yeah not rational because it makes no sense. And like you, you're I'm I'm saying you're watching TV, you have no clue, and out of nowhere, Aaron Rodgers is wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey, and you're just like, what the heck? He's been on the Packers for 20 years. <laughs> that's what it would be like, probably like to live in like uh, North Korea or something. Like you never know what's going on because what do they have cricket? Like, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what they have. Hopscotch. They play squid games. Squid games, yeah. They got squid games. They got squid games over there. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't know what's going to happen because they don't know who's going to be on it. It's like, doom, 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 doom. Dude, squid games. Tier and I. I love it. We watched it. We. This is another topic that I wanted to talk about. Keep but, going. Keep going. Uh, but like we, we, got time. we watched squid games before it was like huge on media. Yeah. And it was random. I think someone told me about it, but it wasn't like yeah. memes about it yet. It was just and, random passing. Watch it. And yeah. Like, All right. And then it blew up, and we were like, "Was it that good?" And then, and then we kind of like rewatched some of it, and we're like, "This is awesome!" Like, I loved we, it. but what I what I was gonna talk about, I had a a thought not long ago. Okay, we got about we I got, got about fifteen. So let's right. let's. You know why do people? feel like they have to tell everyone that they discovered this song. Dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, I heard this before anyone else. It's like, who gives a shit? Can we just enjoy it together, dude? Like, what do you mean? Obviously you didn't discover the song. So because you didn't write it. So I uh I I started listening to like Zach Ryan. Like, yeah. He's a good example of this. I started listening to him like 2017, 2018 on YouTube. You know I'm a YouTube guy. Like yeah. I'm always scrolling. Oh, on you YouTube. discovered him, bro. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, I had a friend that was at my house one night, and um, he's like, "You heard Zach Bryan?" And I was like, "Yeah." You know, just nonchalantly, I was like, "I love him. He's one of my favorites." And he goes, "I found him, man. I just found him a couple couple years ago before anybody did." I'm like, "I mean, we've cool. all said it." Oh yeah, like, we've said it. We've said it. Yeah, I, I said it about McGregor. I oh, watched really? McGregor before he was in UFC. Like I've been a McGregor guy since like day one of I've, any way you could find access to him. Yeah, like fighting. I was a big guy. Like I was watching him in like his one promotions and all. Was this he always stuff. that entertaining? Like no, I haven't seen any of his like no. Really old but stuff. his very first fight made me such a big fan because dude was an assassin, really? like just relentless. Like I mean, just, I have to go back and watch it. But like. I, I said that definitely about McGregor, that I, I discovered mean, him. But I didn't. Like, obviously, yeah, I'm not the, the one that paid him the contract. The son of a bitch was on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you didn't discover him, you know? No, no. Yeah. So, but like, but, I was telling, I used to tell people all the time, yeah. I found Conor McGregor. I was like, I know. Why do we have, like, as he, why do, why do we want to say that? <laughs> Other than like, buying his pay per views and his t shirt, I ain't spent, I didn't discover, <laughs> I didn't give him a single dime of my money. You know what? <laughs> Usher discovered Justin Bieber, okay? Did he? I thought so. But that's an example of finding his, someone or signing someone. What is his name? Scooter? Scooter? Scooter. Braun? Scooter Braun? I don't know. That's like who that. Drake raps about. Man, Scooter Braun? Yeah, I think it's Scooter or something like that. So, Scooter Braun? Lil Wayne found Drake? No. Wheelchair Jimmy found Drake. I don't... Uh, all right, that, that's that. That's, yeah, but Lil it, Wayne found the rapping Drake. Oh, yeah. The rapping yeah. Drake. <laughs> Maybe he just got tired of being in a wheelchair and he's like, damn, I got to rap. I like... <laughs> I like Lil Wayne, man. Oh, I do too. Did you see? I found him. 
He was his I only. I discovered it. Yeah, you weren't probably alive <laughs> when the Hot Boys were out. The Hot Boys? Yeah, that was Lil Wayne's original group that he started in. The Hot Boys? Yep. Was he like 13 or something? Uh, Like 14. There was four of them. I was under the assumption for a long time that Birdman was his dad. No. I was under that assumption for a long time. Very, very good assumption because they, they call each other father and son for a while, but now they hate each other. Well, what a what a father son relationship. Yeah, I mean that's how it goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> you got no one to hold him. Birdman, I don't know anything other than stunning like my daddy. <laughs> yeah, only Birdman stuff I know is with Lil Wayne. There's yep, and there's one other song I literally can only think of like two songs off the top of my head. It's Stunt like my daddy, and then it's a, I got a lot of living, but I'm looking for a lady, and you can never find me. I'm an uptown baby. I wake up in the morning, take a piss, and wash my hands. That's the only other Birdman song. I, I don't know. think I know that one. At least not when you do Get it. Get back to the money. It's called Get Back to the Money. Yeah, Get that's back not... to the money. Uh, you ain't know. I gotta go. Yeah, I, I don't think I know that one, man, uh, but dude, I really want to. That's a really to. good one. That's a good one. You need uh, to hear that one. But I just, uh, what's the, uh, Pop Bottles? He's in that one, but that's Lil Wayne's song. Is, is Birdman in that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Start with straight shots and then pop bottles. Pour it on the model. Shut up, bitch. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the one. That was my day. Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne's is he a, a catalyst? Guy. Is he a catalyst? Is he a yeah, catalyst? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, well, I mean. Or, actually, a better one. Is that era of rap the best era of rap? No, see, there's actually studies been done oh. that show. Why everyone thinks YMCMB? the music <laughs> of their like teen years is the best music? Okay. Something happens to your brain. All right, think about this. Okay, anytime you hear something first, it holds you way more it. significance. <laughs> you discovered it. <laughs> you discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> anytime you hear something first, though, it holds way more significance than the second thing you hear. So, like. If I told you, I'm going to go back to money because that's what I've been studying, but like uh, The Millionaire Next Door, that book, and all the Dave Ramsey stuff. Our parents grew up on that. They were fed that type of information, like okay. your house is an asset, you know, whatever. But that doesn't make it true. They heard it first, and they've been believing it because they heard it first. So then when you come up and you challenge that. No, no, no. Yeah, but same thing about almost anything. Like. Think think about it, and then next time I'm someone, totally, I totally understand what you're saying. But but there's been studies done that show why pe- I can't not remember the exact like outcome or like what. Yeah. But it it was. So what I'm saying is, people in ten years, like these Gen Z kids, sure, they're gonna t- be saying the same exact thing about their rap. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But, but I, their I, rap sucks. I'm thinking about from a music fandom though, like '80s rock is like number one to me. Yeah. Like, I love 80s rock. I wasn't a teenager then, but I can admit 80s rock was great. Yeah. Number two to me is is that rap genre, that rap era of, like, early 2000s with Wayne and Drake and... Yeah, there's definitely... Or mid-2000s, like maybe. Like, 70s, 80s rock was definitely a catalyst for rock in general, right? Yeah, obviously. Because they discovered, like, different methods on guitar. Well, everything's got a catalyst to it, obviously. Country music can go there and say, like... You go to old George Jones and say, like, all right, like, this guy pushed. He's the reason that there's a George Strait. Like, but, like, I'm just saying, like, from a personal opinion, you listen to rap today. Yeah. You listen to rap in the old. You listen to rap where we grew up in. Yeah. 
is that genre, that time frame of rap, the best rap you've heard? And obviously, you're gonna yeah. be a little biased. No, I mean, but like, it, if I turn it on, like, I listen to rap today too, like Moneybag, Yo, Baby. I listen to all that stuff too. But like, if I put Lil Wayne Essentials on Apple Music, I'll tell you why I different. like it. I'll tell you why <laughs> I like it and why I think it personally works. Is the wordplay is crazy. See, I'm gonna go different route. Oh, I'm gonna say it's hype music. What today's music? No. Oh, the the like 2008 rap. Like, see, I feel different. I feel like today is hype music. What? And then like then the, the word actual play, rap, like Lil Uzi Vert and all them. No, I feel like, like the beats and the music to it is more of hype. But like I the lyrics back then and the lyrics were definitely better. But to me, it was like you know. Like no ceiling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know, that. like yeah, it yeah. gets you going. Like it gets you going. Like, Today's Tears, is like Tears Brothers twenty. Yeah, and he, he, all this rap that he plays, it doesn't sound like bad music. But one thing that I've noticed is like there's not many choruses anymore. No, uh-uh. there's not a lot of like that type of structure. Yeah. But then a lot of it is just sounds like uh, it's it sounds like whiny talking. I don't know. Like yeah, I like. When, you know, Lil Wayne would be like, <laughs> you know, like Eminem yeah, would come out, you know, like it was it was hype for me. Like yeah. I don't like slow stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I appreciate slow stuff, like acoustic music. I know you love acoustic. I I, yeah. I like the way it sounds, but like I struggle with fatigue. Okay, <laughs> I don't need music to make me more fatigued. I'm a deep lyric guy. Like if it's got good words that make you think, I think Lil Wayne's the best. Well, it doesn't matter if it's rap, rock, I think he's country, at, whatever. Like, that's why I like talking. Zach. That's why I like Zach Bryan so much because his lyrics are deep thinking. Like now, I was like, I don't understand it what you're lo- saying, and I'm like, I it makes it unlocks a part of my brain that I just I, I don't know. It puts me in a thinking thing. Lil Wayne was like that. Like, yeah, Lil, Lil Wayne, Wayne would make you think. Like Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick he's Lamar. Like he's one of the modern day yeah. ones. I think Jay Cole is a little bit like that. Now he's a little bit slower of a rapper, but like. Mm-hmm. His words make you think. Yeah, Kendrick's a great example. Kendrick will go and change his voice. But I, I only Kendrick, like the hype Kendrick. He I can think have, Kendrick is the closest thing that you get to that type of rap music from like when we grew up. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else. Um, where he'll just change his yeah, voice I can't and think, change persona. It's like he just gets taken yeah. over and just. I just like music give me your phone. Just give me your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait on the phone. <laughs> that counts as singing. That was singing. Oh, okay. Whatever. That We've been doing that singing. for a minute. Uh, no, but I don't know. So, all right. Top three genres of music with, real quick, we'll close with this. You get three to pick. You got to listen to the rest of your life. Decade. You got to, like, put a decade I want to go it. with the moods that I'm in now, okay? Yeah. I don't want to think too hard That's about fine. it. That's fine. Decade okay? them, though. You got to decade it. The genre of music and the decade of it. Okay. I want rock from... Uh, decade. Not... Not 70s, 80s. You just got to pick one. Yeah. Uh-huh. But also. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. A decade. Give me a decade with it. Okay. I want rock in there, but I don't know which decade I mean, you yet, can so pick, let me think about it. You can it. pick two. I know, but I get to pick three total? Three total, but you could pick two of your three could be that. All right. I'll, let me pick rap from uh, 2000. Four to 2014. Okay. All right. That's fair. It's not a clean cut decade. It's not a clean cut decade, but I'll give you but the 10 But a decade year. nonetheless. I'll give you the 10 year window. It's fair. You know. Fair play. I want, you know, that's about the time, like, you might catch a little Nelly, you know, but yeah. you also, like, 
you're gonna catch a little wheezy in there yeah. too. You know, what I'm saying? or Yo Gotti. It's your boy yeah. Yo Gotti. I love that stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's we'll go rap. We'll go mid 2000s. We'll say mid 2000s for that decade. This is the stuff that I listen to on the daily. Okay. What I was initially gonna say was. I've been on a Nickelback kick for about nine months now. Look at his so whatever that is, I'd say that put me in there. That's two thousands rock. I'd say. Shit. All right, that's all right. Just say that, and then nineties country. Oh, so you wouldn't even say classic rock. Well, I know. Well, that's why I said shit because I realized I couldn't <laughs> choose both. And I'm just telling you what. If you look at my Pandora from 2022, yeah. those are the big three. Yeah. Okay. I would I would definitely put eighties rock in mine. I would definitely put close to that same time frame for rap music. I mean that that two thousand four to two thousand fourteen ish window, there's just mm. for rap music there's nothing compared to it. It's a good time. And for a third one, hmm. I'd probably put like I I'll go early two thousands. I'll go two thousand to two thousand ten punk rock. That's you like stuff. grunge or like, like two thousand two thousand ten? Like, yeah, two thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Blink yeah. One Eighty Two, yeah. uh, like Alien Ant Farm, AFI. See, I like those. Um, I didn't. That's not in my category of yeah of that rock genre no, because you, it wasn't punk. I liked grunge. Yeah, I didn't love punk, and then I loved a little more like slightly more metal than punk. Yeah. Like yeah. that's like, like you know stained, disturbed or, or stained, like, yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, was it BYOB? Was that their name? Wake up. Oh. Oh. Oh, shit. I can't remember who that was. I don't think you trust him. <laughs> but I probably honestly just love those because, like. They get you hype. That's the gym music. And their that's energy. gym music. Yeah. But, like, all right. Disturbed gonna... was a song that I walked out to on my senior night at Riverdale. So we all got to, like, walk out to a song and, like, they would like, yeah. introduce us. So like everybody was picking like deep sentimental songs and stuff to like walk out with their parents to. Yeah. And mine was And my mom and dad were just like I think that's corn. No, that's disturbed. Is that down with the sickness? Yeah, down with the sickness. Oh. Disturbed. You're thinking Freak of an Leash, uh, by corn. Freak on a leash, yeah. No, I'm thinking of uh um Oh shit. Corn falls in that category no, you're talking I'm about though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh uh what is the corn song? Oh, Coming Undone. That's what oh, I was thinking. I'm coming, coming undone. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That gives me hype. I'm yeah, gonna lie. that was tight. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. We could talk about this. Dude, we're gonna let's keep wrap going. up. Let's wrap up. Like, do you want to wrap up like 2004 These to 2014? Arms are heavy. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Bumming <laughs> when I'm ready. So before he drops a bomb, let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, hey, if you liked anything specific we talked about, I'm definitely going to keep you posted on uh, this flip that I'm doing. But any of this real estate, business style stuff interests you, let us know. Because we got Mo in the bag. All right. We got Mo in the bag. Yeah, yeah. But thanks for listening. Yep. Grab yourself a hecho. I'm about to go week. grab myself another one. We're going to grab us a hetchy. Mine's empty. And uh, until next time, I'm the beard. I'm the bun. Enjoy your life. Rock and roll, baby. Subscribe now.